Hi, welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast with Princess Vivian. Today, I want to talk to you about this topic. As he is, so are we in this world. Before we begin, let us ask our Father to help us. Father in heaven, we come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your love for us, your blessings, and your favors. Father, we ask for your help, your anointing, utterance, and grace to see what you want us to see today. Speak to us in the way we will understand, help us to grasp it, and put them into practice. We ask you of these things in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 1 John 4.17 says, In this way, love has been perfected among us, so that we may have confidence on the day of judgment. For in this world, we are just like him. Some other translations say, As he is, so are we in this world. Talking about our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that as he is, so are we in this world and someone may say oh that's not true i'm not jesus i cannot be like jesus you are not god i am not god but jesus has paid our debt and now we are in him he says in john 15 15 i am the vine and you are the branches the one who remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. We are part of him. We are now his branches. So a tree and its branches are the same, they are one. 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, one who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So as he is, so are we, because we are one spirit with him, and we are his branches. His spirit is living in our spirit. We are one with him right now. So because of that, we are as he is. We need to believe it, though it may sound too good to be true but the word of God is true Jesus says in John 17 as he was praying to the father sanctify them by your truth your word is truth so the word of God is truth even if it sounds too good to be true believe it because God cannot lie the father sees us in Christ and he sees us as Christ is. So we need to begin to see ourselves that way if we have not yet. Because that's going to help us in this fight. You know, the enemy comes to, to attack us in all these areas. Sometimes he will begin to question your salvation. He may even ask you, are you sure you are saved? Look at what you did. But we need to know that we are like Jesus and that the Father sees us in Christ. 
He sees us perfect, righteous, blameless. He sees us worthy to come to him. He told us to come boldly to the throne of grace. So he sees us blameless and complete in Christ. We don't need to see ourselves based on what we do every day, our failures. No, we see ourselves in Christ as he is perfect, righteous, holy, complete, blameless, accepted by the Father. So are we in this world. So let's go further and unpack what that means. As Christ is, so are we in this world. If it says, as he was when he was here on earth, walking in Israel and healing the sick, raising the dead, that would be phenomenal, right? It says, as he is right now. How is he right now? How is Jesus right now? Ephesians 1.21 says, Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world but also in the world to come. Jesus is far above principalities and powers and every power not only in this world but also in the world to come he is far above any ruler authority power leader anything else you can think about in this world and in the world to come and guess what as he is so are you and i in this world because we are in him Ephesians 2 6 says, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Just as Christ is seated in the heavenly realm, we are seated with him because we are in him. And because we are in him, we have the same authority far above principalities, powers of everything that was named here. In Luke 10, 19, Jesus says, I have given you authority to trample on scorpions and serpents and the ability to exercise authority over every power of the enemy and nothing will in any way harm you. So as Jesus is far above the enemy and his cohort, so are we in this world. We need to believe it, begin to confess it so that it will manifest in our lives. So Jesus right now is righteous. He is our righteousness. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus because of the Father you and I are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God our righteousness holiness and redemption so a child of God you are righteous because Jesus has made you righteous you are holy 
because Jesus has made you holy and you are in Christ who is holy, who is our righteousness, our holiness, our redemption, our salvation. You are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. You are not about to be complete. You are complete. You are blameless in Christ, not in your actions, in Christ. When you fall, tell God, Lord, I missed it. This is wrong. I am wrong. I ask you to forgive me. I receive your forgiveness. Thank you for forgiving me. And you move on. You are righteous in Christ. You are holy. Holiness is not about what you do. It's who you are. When we know who we are, then we will be able to fight the good fight of faith. We will be able to respond to the enemy correctly when he comes to attack us. But if you do not know who you are, he will come and rob you. He will come and tell you, look at you. You did this, you did that, and you begin to cry. You begin to feel bad. He will mess up your whole day. But we are studying these things because they help us to know who we are so that we can stand and fight. You know, the whole armor of God is about who God has made us to be in Christ, knowing all these things. So that when the enemy comes to attack us, we will know what to respond with and how to respond. You are beloved. You are beloved of God because Christ is the beloved of the Father. Matthew 3.17 says, And a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Jesus is the beloved of the Father. And guess what? In Ephesians 1.6, the Bible says that you have been accepted in the beloved. So you are the beloved of the Father in Christ. So as a beloved, you have favor with God. We have favor with God because we are the beloved of God. We are accepted in Christ and because of what Christ has done for us. Do not allow anybody to tell you that you are out of favor with God. But the favor of God is God's grace upon us. The Bible says that His great grace is upon us. Not just anyhow grace, great grace. Which empowers us to be everything He has made us to be. Empowers us to walk in the light of what we have in Christ. So you are righteous and holy. You are complete and blameless. You are worthy and perfect in Christ. The Father sees you in Christ. So as Jesus is righteous, holy, complete, blameless, perfect, worthy, so are you in this world. As Jesus is the beloved of the Father, so are you in this world. Let's go further. 
As Jesus is healthy, so are you in this world. You know, when we talk about that, we lose a lot of people. A lot of people will be like, ah, they will just switch off at that point. But I would like you to hear me out. If Jesus is the vine and you are the branch, and if you have joined with him and become one spirit with him, is he going to be healthy and you will be sick? No, if you are his branch, then if he is healthy, you will be healthy. Do not look at the physical symptoms you are having. You need to confess who you are and hold on to that. As he is, so are we in this world. So if he is right now in heaven sick, then you will be sick. But we know that there is nothing like sickness over there. So if he is not sick, I am not sick either, no matter how I feel. I'm going to talk to my body. Hey, body, you need to be whole and healed right now because as Jesus is, so I am. He's not having a headache. I am not having one either. I resist and refuse this headache. Then you talk to the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, you are my healer. You are the vine. I am your branch. I'm one spirit with you. I know for sure you are not sick now. So I refuse to be sick. You need to know who you are. You need to know what you have. You need to know your position. All these things are what we are. It has nothing to do with what we are doing right now. It has everything to do with who God says we are already. And we are that. But you cannot be what God says you are unless you accept it and begin to, you know, internalize that reality. Make it yours. Occupy it. Own it. Then it becomes yours. You have to receive it in order to enjoy it. If someone gives you something and you don't receive it, it's not going to be yours. Or if someone says that this is yours, but you refuse to acknowledge it and accept it, it's not, you're not going to enjoy it. It will just be there and your name will be there, but you're not enjoying it. In the same way, all these things that we have in Christ and all these things that God have made us to be, we need to accept it, believe it, accept it, and begin to live in it. Jesus is faithful to the Father. And as he is, so are we in this world. So if Jesus is faithful to the Father, so I am faithful to the Father. You begin to call yourself faithful. I am the faithful one to the Father. Because as Jesus is faithful to the Father, so I am in this world. Jesus is obedient to the Father. When he was on earth, Jesus said that he did not do anything except what he sees the Father do and what he hears the Father say. That he did nothing of his own. In the same way, we are to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit of Christ that lives in us. The Spirit of Christ that lives in us. We are not to do things in our own. 
strength we are not to do whatever comes to our mind because the enemy can give you ideas as well so we are to be obedient to the spirit of god just like the the lord jesus was obedient to the father to the point of death death on the cross when he was in the garden he was praying father if this is possible take it away from me this cross but not my will but your will be done right there his will was for him to not go to the cross but because he is faithful and obedient to the father he wanted to do the will of the father and he did it that's why you and I are here talking about as Jesus is so are we in this world if he had not done it where are we going to be today so if Jesus is faithful to the father then you are faithful to the father begin to confess it even if it does not look that way right now begin to call yourself faithful to God i am faithful to God i am obedient to the father just like Jesus is obedient to the father Jesus is patient with us. Oh, his patience with us. We should not take for granted the patience of God because his patience leads us to repentance. Many people want Jesus to come right now because things are going haywire. But God is patient with us because he does not want any to perish. He wants everyone to come to repentance. Jesus is patient with us so we can be patient with ourselves we can be patient with others we can be patient with God while he works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure we can be patient with ourselves as God grows us i know some people want to be you know they want to be in university without going through kindergarten and uh, middle school high school and all that they want to grow spiritually from babes to you know the lord jesus christ we can be patient with ourselves we can be patient with others our brothers and sisters in christ and everybody that we meet along the way we can always tell ourselves jesus is patient so i am patient because it is written as he is so am i in this world jesus went about doing good healing the sick raising the dead he went about helping the poor teaching the good news preaching and the bible says as he is so are you in this world and he even gave us a commission in matthew 28 to go into all the world and proclaim the good news. So if he did that and told us that, guess what? As he is, so are you in this world. You can go into all the world like he commissioned us and do that. You can start from your home. You move to your street, then to your neighborhood, and as God directs, you move. He has given us authority to do these things. 
He told us that those that believe in him will do what he did, even greater works than those. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Some people think that when the last apostle died, all that ceased. No. Jesus says that anyone that believes in him will do the things that he did. So do you believe in Christ? Then you can teach the word of God. You can preach the word of God. You can heal the sick. You can raise the dead. You can give to the poor. These are the things that Jesus did. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Jesus is forgiving. He is forgiving. As soon as you say, Lord, I'm sorry, it's gone. You know, Jesus was telling the disciples in, in the Bible that if your brother sins against you and comes back and apologizes, you should forgive. If he did it seven times, you are to forgive seven times. And I saw it. The Spirit of God spoke to me. I was talking about, he told me that God is a forgiving God. He is not going to tell us to do what he himself is not already doing. It's because he forgives us that way. If we miss it a billion times and apologize a billion times, that he is going to forgive us a billion times. That is why he told us to do the same for our brothers and sisters. God is a forgiving God. He knows what we are going through here. Jesus knows exactly what's happening here. The Father knows what's happening here. The temptation, all the allurements. So He forgives us. He forgives us. As soon as we acknowledge that we are wrong and apologize, it's gone. It's gone. But the sin and the guilt and the shame, He will just wipe them all out in the same way we are to forgive our brothers and sisters and everybody we come across actually forgiving liberates us not the other person i've heard people say i will never forgive him for that you have just chained yourself in bitterness and anger and resentment you will never find peace until you forgive. We are the ones that are being liberated when we forgive. Yes, we also liberate the other person, but we get peace of mind. The Bible tells us not to allow the sun to set on our anger. Because by so doing, we are giving the enemy a foothold to magnify the issue to speak to us and make, make us even see the worst side of whatever the problem is. That's how murder begins. You begin to think about it. He will begin to give you suggestions. So we are to forgive and to forgive fast. Jesus is kind and generous. Kind and generous. Every situation he steps into, he makes it good. He gives to the poor. He 
he heals the sick he is kind and generous and he is still the same today yesterday and forever so as Jesus is kind and generous so are you and I I know it's hard for us to part with our material things not to talk of our time hardly these days someone can sit down and talk with friends everybody is occupied with one thing or the other but we can be deliberate in making out time for others maybe to listen to ask how you're doing not just the cliche one hey how are you doing but are you are moving you or you're not even waiting to hear the response <laughs> we can be generous with our time we can be kind because Jesus is and as he is so are we you know the good thing is that when we begin to confess these things we are gonna be surprised how they will begin to manifest in our lives because it is a reality already in Christ we are just to implement them Jesus is compassionate and God is love he loves and love forgives overlooks love gives chances upon chances for someone to get it right love is compassionate we see Jesus when anybody who is sick comes to him in the Bible the Bible will say and moved with compassion he did this and moved he with compassion he broke the bread to feed the 5,000 and moved with compassion he raised the, the boy that was dead the son of a widow moved with compassion he did a lot of things there are people who in their vocabulary have more justice than compassion more justice than mercy yes get them go get them they deserve it serve them right if God does that to us tell me where you and I are gonna be today they may deserve it don't get me wrong yes they may deserve it but love says let's give a second chance compassion why is the person even doing that have you cared enough to ask why the person is doing that there could be a trauma somewhere in his or her childhood that is seeding all these things Christ is compassionate in the same way we are compassionate Jesus loves and so we can love because as he is so are we in this world Jesus is the light of the world he says in John 8:12. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. We are his followers, and we are walking in the light of life if we continue to follow him. He also turns around in Matthew 5:14 and says, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. 
So if Jesus is the light of the world, you are the light of the world as well. Because you are in him and he is in you. Because he is in us, he says that we are the light of the world. Actually, he is the ultimate light living in us by his spirit and shining through us. He says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The light in us helps us to do good works, prompts us and guides us to do good works. And people around will see these good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. So you and I are light of the world, just like Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And we know that lions are brave. They are fearless. Jesus did not mince word with the political leaders of his day, with the Sanhedrin, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all the seas. He told them the truth. He was not afraid of them. Proverbs 28.1 says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. You and I have no business being afraid of anything. Fear comes from the enemy. And fear is his number one tactic to dissuade you and I from doing what God wants us to do. From moving further forward in the kingdom. He comes with fear, spiritual laziness. To cripple you and I so we don't do anything. But Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The brave one. He did not fear death. He went and grabbed it in its jaws. And overcame. So you and I can do the same thing. Do everything that God has called us to do. With confidence in Christ. Without any form of fear. The Bible says that. God will be our confidence. The Lord is our confidence. Proverbs 3.26 says. We are as bold as a lion. We can do whatever God has commissioned us to do. So my friends. These are some of the things. Not all of them at all. Some of the things that we find in Christ that we are as well study it out for yourself study Jesus because when you see him you see yourself you see yourself how God sees you as he is so are we in this world begin to confess it as he is righteous holy as he is healthy as he is strong and bold if you are struggling with anything, let's say you're struggling with lying. Remember that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. So if he is the truth, that means I can be truthful in everything I do. I can be honest with others. As he is, so are we in this world. Jesus is the totality of perfection. As he is, so are you. And so am I in this world. When we begin to see ourselves like this, begin to confess this, 
it will begin to manifest in our lives and we will live a life that is so victorious we will live in heaven here on earth i believe i have spoken to somebody i believe i have reminded someone who he or she is today so until i come your way next time begin to confess this and remain blessed in the lord jesus christ because as he is so are you in this world shalom